Oh, 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 oh,
Good morning and welcome to Zambia Block Talk Radio. 705 here in the prairies, uh, some 905 in the east coast. Uh, I am coming today a little bit earlier than normal uh, because uh, we had to make um, uh, a scheduling change. Good morning, Kelvin. Good morning, good morning, Roger. How are you this morning? It's nice and sunny in the prairies, um, the kind of sun you you want, and uh, not the one going through in the in Europe, uh, which is uh, killing people. Uh, so I'm okay. In other, in, in short, that's good to know. That is good to know. Piaki, talk to me. Good morning, Roger. How are you today? Ah, you you heard what, what I said. I'm, I'm I'm with the nice sunny Okotox here. It's been raining on and off, on and off, but just the right rain. You know what I mean? Oh, it finally stopped snowing. <laughs> yeah. Are you in uh, Louisiana? There are some French names I can't pronounce over there. You know, Baton yeah. Baton Rouge, something like that. I don't know. Baton Rouge, yes, Baton Rouge. Oh, okay, Baton Rouge, yeah. I'm just a guy from uh, from the Copper Belt province, Kopala, in in Kitu. Uh, oh, 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 is this the Amunsho? Amunsho, good morning. Four zero four zero four four zero four. Last one number eight zero two. Might be better. Oh, Bella. Yeah, good morning. Yes. I tried to so many area codes over there. Don't know. You have too many people or what? Yeah, it's a big city. Yeah. Oh, big city. Oh, Atlanta. No, no. Um, Georgia. Georgia has a lot of. Um, I lived in a small, it's a small state. It had only two, two area codes there. Um, what's this? Delaware. Um, four zero three and the other one up north. That's it. Yeah, so that was uh, our small small town. Okay, welcome. Like uh, like I said, uh, I'm coming an hour earlier than um, usual um, because uh, our next um, guest uh, will probably not make it until uh, the other hour. So the first two hours, uh, we'll do uh, open forum, and then uh, Nathan will come in. Nathan, good morning. Morning. Good morning. How are you, my friend? Yes. Yeah, no, we we, we made it, and we, we are uh-huh. back uh, on the on the air, of course. That's right. That's what we've known on to do the, the best hour, thing. Um, I've got this bizarre uh, discussion, uh, Kelvin. The Jewish and the Chinese diaspora. I, I, I I've been searching and searching and searching. One of the diasporas who are listed as to be very successful are doing something in their homelands. Are the Jews, the Chinese, the Irish, and well, not necessarily the Irish. They they helped stop the the infighting, the American Irish. They helped mm-hmm. stop uh, that uh, almost civil war. Um, but they are not accredited to something tangible uh, like the Chinese, the Indian. The Indian Chinese, oh, the Indian diaspora, the Jewish diaspora, the um, 
what is this? Let, let me read it. China, with a diaspora of 14 million, uh, became the largest manufacturing in the world. So the manufacturing we see in diaspora, in part, is being attributed to the Chinese diaspora. Uh, the Indians, we all know, the Silicon Valley, they took those who were in California. Uh, they've taken uh, that success to India. And now Kelvin here has contracted Indian to do, myself here, I work with them uh, to do uh, some technology, technological work. Uh, that is because of um, the Indian diaspora. The Jewish uh, diaspora, more than 14 million, uh, they've helped Israel to become a startup nation. So Israel, is, it is where it is because of uh, it is, uh, its diaspora. Uh, when we look at our numbers, uh, the black diaspora, that is including our um, African-American friends, uh, we, we want to come and compare the notes. Um, uh, our combined force, what uh, it, uh, it can probably do. Uh, this uh, is going to be leading, again, to our um, convention in Dallas, uh, because we are committed uh, that convention should, should deliver. Uh, no more than uh, um, speeches. So we are committed. We are committed to that. So on top of uh, the hour, we are going to be looking at um, the Jewish and the Chinese. What has made these people uh, to be uh, to be successful? One of the reasons listed: they are all cheap. They don't like to spend money. They are very, very cheap. I, I like that. Uh, before we do that, Kev, what is it? In your mind, talk to me what is in your mind. Let me wake you up right now. <laughs> so I was, um, I was uh, researching on, uh, uh, actually the past uh, two weeks I've been uh, doing some research on yeah. the market size, on the market size for Moringa. And I, you know what? I couldn't believe myself. I'm like, what the hell are we doing? Uh, in Zambia, where we have so much land space, uh, believe it or not, by 2023, they are projecting a global market size of uh, close to uh, 30, $31, 32000000000 billion for Moringa. Moringa. Yes. Wow. Yes. So I just sat back. I was like, you know what? Uh, maybe this would be a better, you know, uh, time to put together a business plan and, uh, you know, check this out. Uh, you, you know, you, yeah. you just never know. Uh, 0.01% market share for my little farm uh, won't, won't be a bad idea. No. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. Um, to that, Kev, I, last night, was it last night or this morning, my time here, I was commenting, on uh, some friend of mine, uh, well, she's my friend, so I, I may have to invite her. She's from Uganda. Uh, she was uh, recently in, uh, uh, she's from Uganda, but she lives in Europe. She's running a very, very big company, distribution company for Moringa. Mm. Um, uh, okay. Distribution, yeah, in, in, in Europe. So she had just written, anyway, this good story of a young lady who is uh, growing in Moringa so that she can, she can go to school. And according to what she was saying, it sounds like that's what you, what you have outlined here. I was, I was yeah. like, wow, th th this thing is serious. You know, people were talking to me, oh, 
you guys in Moringa, Moringa, I'm saying, I'm saying, what are these people talking about? Apparently, it's big, Kelvin. It's huge. It is very, very big, Roger. Very big. Yeah, no, I, I think I will invite Pamela. Um, we arranged she, she could she would come on the show. She's running a very, very big company, and uh, they say use Moringa uh, and its uh, benefits. So that's like uh, you know people and they are selling uh, antiques. No, no, no. It's actually she's very right. Uh, it's very, very big. Uh, the the other big thing, Roger, is um, aloe vera. You know, aloe vera is a succulent plant. Uh, yes, you know, yes, which yes, can yes. Yeah, which can uh, you know be transformed into uh, shampoo, uh, shaving yes. gel, uh, you know, uh, aloe vera juice, and things like that. Um, its global market size currently is around uh, thirteen. Thirteen? No, 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 no. Sorry, not thirteen. It's um, it's like seven hundred and twenty-three million dollars. Uh, they project uh, it to rise to about one point two billion. By by 2023 again, you see that. And guess what? Yeah. It's a disease. It's disease resistant. And the advantage that Zambia presents is that most of our soil is is purely organic. Uh, mm. Most uh, yes, most importers of uh, of uh, aloe vera appreciate a grade which is uh, you know uh, less chemicalized. You see that. So when you're growing it, uh, you know on Zambian soils, you're guaranteed of that, you know, organic nature of the soil. So now can you imagine um, um, a one-acre one field can uh, generate about 25 to 30 tons? You see that? So if, yeah. you have 200, if you have 250 hectares, Roger, about 500 acres, can you imagine <laughs> how much tonnage, how much tonnage yeah. you, can, you can produce? Yeah. Yeah. So th- these are the things that uh, I was going to share with you guys and say, look, ZBTR, 10 of us, let's commit, put the business plan. And do you know what? A, 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 a one-acre investment is only about uh, $2,000, just about $2,000. Now, that does not uh, include uh, the mechanization like a tractor to plow the land, uh, you know, um, irrigation for water supply, transportation, and things like that. But those are things that we can hire at a cheap rate, or we can just employ, you know, uh, those rural dwellers, right, for a small fee. You know, labor costs in Zambia are very low. Employ those guys at, uh, you know, five ten dollars a piece. They can till five hundred acres of land. You see that, and and you don't well, need to. Uh, you don't mm-hmm. even need to. Uh, I don't know if it's to till. Uh, One thousand five hundred, a two wheeler tractor, I uh, can do wonders. Uh, and one thousand five hundred dollars is uh, how much? One fifty? If it's ten people? Yeah, yeah, hundred and fifty thousand quat. Yeah. That? Easily. Yeah, easily. and uh, that, that, that baby can uh, destroy the land like nobody's business. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Hundred and fifty dollars a piece. We can do this, guys. Seriously, there's there's huge potential. <laughs> Think about it. $700 million, we just uh, garner 1%, just 1% to start with. That 1% is in the millions, Roger. You're talking $7 million. <laughs> You see that? Why can't we do it? <laughs> well, and that's why I think one of the things I'm really working on is um, 
finding a system now uh, electronically which allows investments to be so transparent, I think that will attract a lot of our, our people, Kelvin. Uh, let, let, let's oh, yeah, be thinking in terms if someone comes with a 50 kwacha or $50 or 100 they can put it there. They can probably see it grow. They can. Uh, that's what I'm, I, I think I'm spending my time on. Um, maybe has uh, kept a lot of our people from uh, investing. Uh, because of I think transparency and mistrust, how do we how do we tackle that challenge? How do, do we tackle it? So keep thinking, uh, Kelvin. Um, bring it, bring the blueprint uh, online where every one of us can can go. I may not have the entire 1,500 or 2,000 to invest, but maybe. Um, again, our power is in numbers. It is in numbers. So people bring in 50, you are later 25. Who knows? The, the Moringa thing will be up and running in no time. No, that, 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 that's the whole point, Roger. Ten of us, it's, it won't be easy bringing a thousand people together because of the factors you've highlighted, right? Mistrust, you know, and things like that, right? Ten people form a company. You hit the nail on the head. Business plan. Let's execute. You see that? The first thing you start with is acquiring that piece of land. Bam. It's out of the way. What's the next thing? Let's yeah. look at, uh, because uh, especially aloe vera is in different varieties, but there's one variety called uh, aloe vera uh, babadiasis, right? Look it up. It's, uh, it's uh, the most in demand right now. So you target that variety. Grow it in Zambia. Very easy, very cheap investment, Roger. Trust me. You yeah, and the Arovera, for the people who might not know Arovera, I, I don't know what, what we call it yeah, in, in Zambia. But these things, uh, Nathan, they used mm. to grow like, like wild, uh, uh, say wild stuff in, in, in the bush. Some of us who grew part of our lives in the village, they were just there. Um, yeah. Come to see it. Oh man, that, that thing can be used into so many, so many products. So many, yeah. so many products. And okay, so mm-hmm. that is what is in uh, on, on on Kelvin's uh, mind. Um, something worth uh, again pushing. Um, we need something, Kelvin. So do that platform. Um, I already have the research uh, uh, paper I'm putting in place. So now I am creating a business plan uh, template. You see that? I'm going yeah. to share that information. I'm going to share that information, but we need uh, we need 10 people to come on board and uh, just, you know, uh, lay out a, a proper plan. I'm telling you. And, uh, let's look at and the numbers. Yeah? Let's look at matures. the numbers. Yeah. Let's, let's, uh, matures, uh, let's look at the numbers. Definitely. Yeah, let's let's, yeah. let's look at uh, the, the, the numbers. Uh, thank you, Kelvin, for that. Thank you. You, yeah. you heard what has happened here. You heard what uh, the presentation. Unless you have uh, something on your mind. Well, I was you was talking about a few things there, but uh, did I miss something important? Just saying what is on your mind. Uh, you may not uh, follow what Kelvin was presenting, but I'm just giving you an opportunity uh, to oh, bring uh, whatever you see on, on your mind. Well, Kevin is doing the right thing. Kevin is is 
doing some investigation, looking at what the world is demanding and seeing how he can be a part of that demand, uh, satisfying that demand. And yeah. that's what it's all about. When you walk out in the yard and, and you have to step around and step over mongoes, well, that there's resources laying on the ground that can be turned into something that people have a need for. I mean, it's, that's the way, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what it's all about. Whether it's Moringa, whether it's Copper, whether it's 5G uh, internet network. service, network, yeah. yes. And uh, whether it's a, a cure for uh, cancer, and there's a demand. You know, there was a uh, African-American by the name of A.G. Gaston. A.G. Gaston was born in a lot of part of the, of the uh, 1800s. But uh, his uh, he became a hundred millionaire person, and he gave away half of his resources, his money, his assets before he died. <clears throat> but uh, and he uh, bailed out uh, people in the Montgomery civil rights uh, ordeal. He spent over three hundred thousand dollars of his own personal money bailing people out of jail. But he wrote a book. It was called Green Power, and also another book about him is called Black Titan. And one of the key points that he mentioned, that every morning he woke up, he would say to himself, what do my people need today? Mm-hmm. And that was, his, that was his spirit that pushed him on and on and on. Mm-hmm. So develop some sort of motto, some type of motivation, self-motivation uh, that can yeah. keep pushing you on. You don't need nobody else. You don't have to buy a book. You don't have to buy tapes. Uh, nowadays it's uh, MP3, MP3 uh, mm. recordings. You don't have to buy that. Just make your own yeah. motivation and base it on something that uh, what is it my people need today? Okay, <laughs> I, I like that. Uh, I, I I I do like that. Um, I call myself. I don't know. I should, I should call myself an African nationalist. Uh, there is just something that tells me Africa can can do better, um, including the African Americans. By the way, uh, I, I was thinking about you, Pianki. I said to myself, why doesn't Pianki call himself uh, a Jewish or a Chinese? But he's chosen to be a Tonga, you know. So I was there is some connection there, um, a very very strong one, and uh, our combined force. Let me not go, Bella. Talk to us if you can. If you are not uh, doing push-ups, I don't know if it's push-ups or exercises. Saturday morning exercises. <laughs> Yeah, uh, someone interesting is coming, Nathan, on our next, uh, on your show. Yes, yes. Uh, you remember when we had the, what do you call it, the African Union ambassador to the U.S.? Yes. Uh, she, yes. Talked about the, she talked about uh, this credit union that will be established or formed 
to cover or to sort of cater to the African diaspora community funding, financing for uh, things like that. So this is the, the acting CEO who is going to come and talk about this. And uh, we, we need to hear how it's going to work and all those kinds of things. Because the question I had, I have for him is, why credit union? Why not transport business or agriculture or whatever? So let's hear what he has to say. Yeah, well, the question I have for him, why Hebrew, Hebrew credit union? Why not call it La- African credit union? There you go. That is one of the questions he has been bo- he's been bombarded with. <laughs> yeah, he has a lot. He has a lot of explaining to do. I don't know. You know, anyway, uh, we'll find out what he says. We'll find out what he says. But it's exciting uh, that um, our own if we can start such a thing, starting a bank where we can control the purse, control the money, and that, that can be huge. That, that that can be huge. I mean, what we are talking about here with uh, uh, Kelvin, I don't, I don't know Kelvin. If what we are saying can be done by ten people, it is our our numbers. They have to start to do something for us. I know we have all these issues of organizing stuff. It's this, but we are going to achieve a lot of what we do if we can only realize our numbers, our numbers, and. Uh, in this case, a bank coming forward, this one is bringing a little bit, this one bringing a little bit. We we can go far. Mr. Natala, Mr. Natala is in St. Paul, Minnesota. Is St. Paul the one which is the Twin Cities? Yeah, it's St. Paul and Minneapolis. St. Paul That's and Minneapolis. City. Oh, those are the, yeah. the, the ones which form Twin Cities? Yes, so when you're landing here, they will tell you that you're landing in MSP, which means in Minneapolis St. Paul. You okay. go either direction, oh. two minutes, you can be either in St. Paul or you can be in Minneapolis. So it depends where you're going. Two minutes. So you're talking about two massive cities. They are crossed by each other. Yeah. It's like, think about oh, wow. it, where there's one airport built to save two cities. Oh, like the way. That's why when you come here and you, you're visiting somebody in St. Paul or you're visiting somebody in Minneapolis, you always ask to say, so where did I land? It's just saying in Minneapolis. Because in 10 minutes you get the other side. And the Mississippi River is a dividing thing. I think Cincinnati okay. and another city also, they have also set up of twin cities. It's like yeah. even here they call it Dallas Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you land, you'll be asking to say, when you're in Minneapolis, say, so I landed in MSP. Which airport is that? And it's the same airport <laughs> where you're going. So what is uh, happening in your world, uh, my brother? Ah, uh, we have some uh, wedding going on, a Ugandan getting married to a Mexican, different kind of <laughs> mix. Mm-hmm. So in Rochester, where the Mayo <laughs> Clinic is, you are fine. Different <laughs> kind of mix. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, I've never, I've never heard something like that. So it's interesting. Titus, Titus, mm-hmm. let me tell you this. My, you know what my daughters will say to you? 
Did you no. have to go that route? They would say, did you have to go that route? My kids are very sensitive about this race issue. They don't want you I to know. start defining I'm, They don't want you to I'm, start defining people by their races. <laughs> I, I know. I, I visited my daughter, and she was chairing uh -huh. a meeting at McAllister University where she uh -huh. went to school. And I don't know whether she was, you know, just addressing this, that, and went LGBT and whatever. So I got lost a little bit. But mm. I, I understood that there's this inclusion of everybody, whatever, you know. You, you might say male, female, and then you go to the other areas of <laughs> different people. <laughs> so probably three different categories that you're not used to. But it's addressing the other people whichever way. They don't want, they don't want to leave out anybody. Yeah. In short. <laughs> and we, the older guys, um, are surprised how, how they find this to be to be normal. Welcome, Tyler. That's what I can tell you. <laughs> well, because uh, you, you and I who are older, we are like, ah, I, I, I can't just imagine myself accepting this. But all I can say to Piang is welcome to the new world. That's all I can say. Okay. <coughs> Interesting. So the wedding is today? Yes, the wedding is today. Yesterday we had the third world playing, and then we also had Jennifer Lopez playing. In St. Paul, actually, you were asking about St. Paul and Minneapolis. Jennifer Lopez was playing in St. Paul. Uh -huh. Edward, the regular group was playing in Minneapolis. <laughs> so at the same time, it yeah about the same time, but it's ten minutes, fifteen minutes apart. You know, in terms of one is in St. Paul, one is in Minneapolis, like one is in Dallas, Fort Worth. <laughs> you know, and one is in Dallas. You know, something is in Fort I mean, these are big uh, depending so they can handle yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. like that job oh, yeah. in the same day. Yeah, there's a, okay. a big thing. Yeah, so that's what's okay. going on. So otherwise, there's an artist from East Africa. goes by the name of Dan Dan, and the wife is Christopher. They're both playing tonight, but it's wife and husband. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Okay. That's that's good. Uh, Lama, what's the way? Good morning. Good morning, Valois. I was uh, Canada. I missed uh, uh, the first. Uh, the, you you missed uh, the the introduction. It's nice and sunny. Uh, okay. The few days it's, it's been <laughs> wet, and and of course people here have been complaining why it has been uh, raining. Uh, all I can say is uh, rain or water is is life, my people. It is, it is life. Okay. Uh, yes. But today it looks uh, nice. I think uh, I'll be going out for a little bit of uh, my usual golf, uh, which doesn't take me very far. Yes. You know, uh, yeah. every time when you, when you do that and uh, you let us know that uh, how spread we are as Zambians, and uh, I hope that someday we take all the uh, uh, things we are gathering from other people the way they live and take it back home. It's always yes, yes, I like when yes. when you when when you said that you're calling from Canada, and I like how you are talking about uh, Saint Paul and Minneapolis, 
uh, with uh, <laughs> okay. Titus. You know, it yeah. just makes me. Uh, I'll reach our country one day. Will be you know with uh, all the experiences that we are uh, uh, experiencing. Well, Yama, you are on on point. Actually, uh, one of the things I was looking at uh, past week why the diaspora are so are so unique. It is uh, like this pot which uh, just comes together, uh, all these uh, different cultures, and they come. Uh, if you have uh, an open eye, there's plenty to, to you know, to learn. Uh, a, a lot. We, we, we are in a, a lot of things we can learn from different cultures, from the new people we have met. It, we, we are just in a very unique, unique, unique uh, uh, position as members of the diaspora. Yeah. You? Uh, yes. 100% right. You know, this morning I was uh, reading my Twitter and uh, the mission in uh, in uh, Nigeria, the, uh, mm-hmm. the USA mission in Nigeria. They said uh, Nigeria is not just a country. Uh, Nigeria is an idea, you know, and uh, that's the thing that, uh, as, uh, you know, we, we, we need to find out what Zambians an idea is. If not, we are the one who needs to come up with Zambian idea and then we, you know, so other people can tap on on that idea, because right now it's hard to find the, and the politicians are not talking about Zambian idea, you know. The idea. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. So well, it's, it's one Zambia, one nation could easily be an idea, but then we find mm-hmm. uh, cheap politicians come and they are dividing us on uh, on tribal lines, uh, so they can win a few votes. Uh, from this group, from that. That was a powerful, powerful idea. Uh, you know? Powerful. Uh, Dick, yeah. Is it Dick Makwaza? Another who has, uh, who has died? Uh, Dick Makwaza. Um, oh. He was, uh, yeah, a foot, he was a footballer back in the day. And I was yes. thinking about... Yes, Omfrida Wandras. Omfrida Wandras? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He passed on uh, y- yesterday. Um... My, my did he play for BFC also Green Buffaloes too, I think? No, no, he's just that? Mufira Wanda. Mm. Okay. He used to work for the mines. Mm. Yeah. So, anyway, Roger, I was Roger, uh, looking Roger. at him. I look at his... Uh, yeah, that's okay. Oh, I, I think I'll let you finish. But I was going to tell you about the idea of what you were talking about, what Chiswe was talking about of uniting and stuff. I was sitting yesterday talking to a Nigerian guy who likes philosophy and stuff, and he shared with us a different idea. You know, he talks about different groups and tribes in Nigeria, and he talks about yes. the music today of Nigeria. We don't think seriously, but they will call it Niger music. It is from Nigeria, but it doesn't matter whether it's from east to west or is it Hausa or whatever. All these musicians, they're pushing Niger music. It's not Hausa, it's not <laughs> Yoruba, it's not Igbo. It's all the mix of Nigeria. So whichever way... <laughs> So I thought about it that, you know, when we're pushing Zambian music, whatever it can be called, you know, everybody is pushing something and people just know it at a certain thing. Nobody says this is Nigerian music. They'll tell you this is Niger. So (laughs) 
every musician, comedian, whatever is just pushing, but it's Nigerian, but that uniting force. Yes. So yes. I, was, I just thought about it when you talking yeah. about one Zambian. Well, I, 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 and when you listen to music, uh, even coming from Nigeria uh, and a lot of other African countries, uh, most of them don't present them as uh, this specific country per se. Most of them are coming out as Africa, 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 you know. Uh, I know other people have complained about, oh, Africa is not a country. But even ourselves, I think we are, we've got this strong bond, uh, 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 the, the African thing. It, it is much bigger than the Zambian. Uh, I don't know about the Nigeria. Maybe there, there are too many. Uh, they, they, they feel it. But it, it's quite big, this African thing. It's, it's, it's huge. Um, okay. Well put. Uh, in, 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 in Florida... Uh, Brother Alan, good morning. Good morning. Coming. Yes, yes, yes. How is uh, the the? Is it, is it, is it, do I call it the Sunshine State? Yeah, it is the Sunshine uh, State. Sunshine State. Now we we are not just not just shining. We are literally in the uh, lava pit, like a volcano. So we are petitioning the Lord. <laughs> that we need to turn the temperature down a little bit. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> Our temperatures are in the 96, 95, which is uh, even for our Floridians, that's way too much. That's normal here, well, Alan. That's normal here. <laughs> we don't get that. Those are record heights for us. <laughs> Welcome to in, uh, in Europe, like I was saying, uh, they are talking about 105 over there. One zero. Five one zero six zero eight. Uh, yesterday in France, it was about forty-five wow. degrees. Not even in Zambia, it goes that far. Wow, forty-five degrees Celsius, which is some one zero five. Uh, it, it, it is brutal. Uh, in uh, in Europe, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, brutal and uh, yeah. scary at the same time. Uh, we don't know where our. Um, uh, you, whether human life will be able to adjust to this uh, There's the argument for can... climate change right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you guys are big barbecues. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> That's really pepper and salt. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, let's go. Uh, so this has uh, thrown away uh, everything uh, which was on. But what is new on that this year? I've thrown away everything I, I had put uh, down. Dr. Patrick, in North Carolina, are you also in the in the heat wave over there? Okay. So, um, what is uh, making news? Let's see what is uh, making 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 news uh in in zambia uh we have uh the president of congo um sekedi is it musekedi on sekedi sekedi something like that is visiting zambia uh to open the uh zambia trade fair uh yeah it's a, it's a trade fair uh this weekend uh, in 
Oh, in, in United States, it's 4th of July. On Monday, it is uh, Canadians, Canada Day. Uh, it's some kind of uh, nice holiday. So I'll be on holiday. That is good. Uh, the one thing I saw uh, on that um, uh, Twitter feed about uh, the Congolese uh, president visiting Zambia, it is uh, how much people were complaining about uh, the visa requirement, uh, NASA visa requirement uh, by the Congolese and the Zambians uh, crisscrossing to, um, from, to and f- from Congo, uh, each other. Um, and my thinking is, uh, you know, the Congolese and the Zambians, we do a, a lot. Uh, and yet these are two separate countries uh, in a big way. So this morning I was asking myself, why is it so? Uh, because um, Zambia, Zimbabwe, and Malawi, these seem to be like open countries with each other. But when it comes to Congo, it says all entirely, it's all an entire different story. Uh, so one of the complaints on Twitter was Lungu and Sekedi do something about um, uh, the border so that people can freely move. The question is, oh, Brother Chad, I, I think he went to Kinshasa. Question is, what is so different? What is so difficult about uh, Zambia and Congo opening up? We, we, we've, uh, I think we share more with the Congolese than anybody else, Brother Chad. Um, yeah, it's it's true. We share, I think, the bigger border than anyone else. We have that bit of Congo that is dipped into Zambia. We have the same Bemba people and whatever. We have so much in common with Congo. But uh, I think also historically, it was the way our colonial masters divided the country for their minerals which they wanted to keep, the compromises that they made. There's no way Kasumbaresa is not part of Zambia or that area, that side. You know, Lubumbashi and that area, there's no way that's not part of Zambia. Our people are the same. You know, so that's the historical part of it. And... Um, and then after that, you, you, you realize that Zambia, Zimbabwe, Malawi, and Nyasaland is the same people, the British, and also all those that travel, uh, you know, was eased there. So outside of that, it's, it becomes a, a bit of control because, um, you know, it's all about the money. You know, if you free up the people, for instance, in Congo, it is free tra- traveling. People who are in Kinshasa, Lumbashi, they, they, I mean, all they are dealing with, they would be better off dealing with Zambia than anybody else. So if you allow free movement there, there's a lot of revenue that the politicians will lose because it will be fake to say that that money goes to the government, to the country. That's the politicians' pockets. So that's basically, that's all it's about. It's about, because if it was the interest of the nation, it would be more beneficial for the two countries if we had free movement of uh, trade, goods, and the people around uh, those areas, you know. But uh, the money that they make on those borders is a lot. Is a lot, you know. Kinshasa up there, it might be a little different, but down in the Rumbashi area coming into Zambia, Kasumbalesa, all that area, we really should have unrestricted movement. So yeah. we are, we are, I'm surprised, Roger. I didn't know that there is a visa issue between Congo, DR, and Zambia. That's funny. Oh, oh yes, there is. And you need to have a yellow fever card. If you don't have it, you're not getting in. <laughs> anyway, that's very 
that you see you are making trade complicated and unnecessarily difficult does anybody need a visa to go from France to England and the yellow fever thing? You see, our friends make things easier between themselves. Now, when it comes to us, I don't know where this kind of thinking comes from. Anyway, maybe they have their reasons, something we don't know. No, but Nathan, it, it, well, it boils we, up. We, we know our, we are just messed up. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. I don't know, maybe there is a reason. I, I went to Kasumbaresa, one of these, uh, my visits I, I do to Zambia, to get from uh, Chiramombwe to Kasumbaresa. There is about one, two, three, four to five checkpoints within a distance of about 10 kilometers. Four, five ch checkpoints. I'm, I'm, what's and up? Roger. And Roger, on the, on the Congo side, there are even more than those uh, roadblocks before you get to Kasumbales. So those are on the Zambia side. Now, if you go to the other side, there's even more. Before you get to... to, to yeah. This right. means... Yeah. Go ahead, uh, Kelvin. Yeah. So so the visa requirement, first of all, is is more administrative. And the reason they have enforced it is because of uh, criminal elements. Uh, one, there's so much uh, cross-border uh, um, uh, fraudulent trading, uh, you know, if I can put it that way. So they try to regulate uh, some of those things. And when it comes to the checkpoints, uh, it has been easy for, uh, you know, Congolese to cross into Zambia uh, illegally. You see that? So they try to capture, you know, some, some of those, uh, those things along the way. Uh, you know the Congo has been unstable for a long time. So the movement of uh, Congolese into Zambia uh, is what has prompted, you know, uh, the visa. And then the DRC has reciprocated because there's a reciprocity between these countries, right? If you're going to require a visa for us to enter your country, uh, yeah. uh, you're going to require to enter our mm -hmm. country. You see that? So for me, it's more of a security measure than to stifle the movement yeah. of goods into and out. Kelvin, true, true, uh, a security measure, very, very true. But again, what we are saying is if you see um, how intertwined we are, the Congolese and the Zambians, Brother uh, Alan is saying uh, the, the members, we, the Kaondes, it's always there. There is a Kaonde somewhere in uh, in Congo. We are more one people with the Congolese than we are with Malawi and Zimbabwe. And yet Congo is uh, presented to us, Kelvin, like some very foreign, foreign, foreign country. And yet uh, that is uh, part of us, in, in my view anyway. So they've been giving us this fear, fear Congo. You know, the way Donald Trump is making... Uh, immigrants, I don't want to uh, watch it. Wake watch up. it. Yeah, I'm sorry, I apologize. But, 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 That's uh, where I was Roger, going. If we follow mm. the, the idea of control and security and all that, um, then we have to look at all aspects. Because economically, some of those things that we call criminal elements, if I'm living in Lubumbashi and starving, and I know there's maids in Chirilabongo, Chingol, and Kitwe, I'm going to figure myself uh, away now. You know, so those those things, um, it's like when you have the immigration from 
between Mexico and the yeah, USA. I, I, I do know what so, some of those restrictions, in my view, are responsible for the criminal activities which go exactly. which go on be, between the, the two countries. Absolutely. O open up that place. Let people yeah. move freely. Yes, there will be control. Let move uh, people move. There is more money between Cong Congo and Zambia border, more trade to the benefit of both countries than any other country. Yeah. Uh, say, for instance, the, the, the Kasumbalesa border, the Rubumbash area, they are serviced by Zambia. They can't yeah. get anything from Kinshasa. It's too far. They can't. So everything which goes on in, in, in that uh, area comes, from, uh, comes through Zambia. Yes, you know. So well, you know, Roger, push more. You know, he needs to push a little bit, uh, a, a little bit more. We need to open up that place, open comments. Come on, come on, guys. We can do this. Well, it's you know, uh, Kevin is right. In today's time, with the uh, heightened raising of uh, terrorists, you have to have that protection. I mean, 60, 70, 80 years ago, maybe not, but today. You got. Let's think. Suppose you had some American interests, business interests in your country. Well, you have elements in this country, in this world, that go around the world and attack American business interests. And if you got uh, open borders, or well, you have no ability to check and see who's coming in. Yeah, but nowadays they don't have yeah, to not look like know. you. I don't know, Bianchi. We, uh, 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 we we are talking. It's Kelvin himself who has brought up. Uh, the issue, uh, all of us, the issue of open, open trade uh, in uh, in Africa. There's nothing. Open we are going trade to do. is fine. Uh, look, I, at I, northern, I look at the northern. Look at the northern area, as, Nigeria. As Zambia, as, as single Zambia, there is uh, nothing we are going to do. We are only going right. to achieve as much as we can if we became together. And yet, we are living into in 16th century a mindset. Zambia, if you cannot open up trade between Zambia and uh, and Congo, and then you want to open trade with Zambia and Nigeria, I say, give me a break. I, that, that's all. No, I'm uh, saying, look at the problems. Brother Noel, look at the problems that Nigeria is having in Northern region. Roger, before you run away, no, 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 no. Look, we're not mm -hmm. saying that uh, trade is not important. Yes. But there must be safeguards uh, within the, you know, the trade uh, ecosystem, right? Uh, you can't just open up your borders like that. Let me give you a perfect example. Do you know what uh, most people are doing uh, when uh, attempting to enter the U.S. illegally? They're going where? To Mexico and then trying to walk across the border. So it's not just uh, South Americans or Mexicans per se that are trying to cross the border illegally. You see that? So there has to be safeguards now. What they've done is that uh, for, for those uh, engaged in commercial business, they call them uh, uh, like frequent uh, travelers, something like that. So they kind of like get special attention at the border. Uh, they are cleared faster. You see that? Uh, just so that they can enhance that same trade uh, you are talking about. We cannot just focus on trade. We must focus on security as well because we'll end up uh, being two nations that uh, you know trade highly you know, between each other, right, but are insecure. <laughs> you see that? So we have to balance the act while we're trying well, to promote the uh, trade. Kevin, I'm sure you are following Brexit. You, you, I'm sure you are following Brexit. One of the yeah. reasons Brexit is, uh, is, is tough to do, uh, the, the British, they want
enjoy free trade, but they uh-huh. don't want free movement. Uh, and the Europeans are telling them these, these two th- things are inseparable. So if Africa... Yes, uh, Kelsey, you know why. Uh, no, 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 Africa no. is advocating for free trade, free trade area to open up our markets without the free movement of the people, then we might as well forget. No, Roger, Roger, listen. The reason, the reason is very simple, okay? And I can support the British in this uh, respect. The reason is this, right? While, yes, we're trying to promote uh, free trade, we cannot just freely promote, uh, you know, free movement. Why? Because not every person trying to move, uh, you know, uh, among the countries is, is a trader or an entrepreneur or a business person, right? Uh, there are some countries, Brexit will never, ever succeed, and this is the reason. There are economic imbalances. Look at what happened to Greece. The situation in Greece was because it joined Brexit. Greece's GDP was far less than uh, 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 England, uh, for instance. You see that? So those imbalances are the things they have not uh, uh, managed to deal with, right? You, you can't promote uh, uh, free movement. What, what's been happening now is that people from Ukraine, from Poland, from you name it, right, have been uh, gravitating <laughs> towards the, the U.K., you see that? So now you end up with this huge problem in one country, all in the name of free movement. No, there has to be safeguards, my brother. It's the same thing with okay. Zambia. Zambia has been host to so many refugees, right? Guess what? If yeah. you promote that free movement, Zambia will be, <laughs> will be a refugee camp, quite frankly. Thank you, Roger. Oh, you're welcome, Brother Noel. How are you? How are you? How are you? How are you? I am very, very well, thank you. How is everyone? No, the the water cooler, as you as you can tell, is uh uh, uh it's out there. If you know what I mean. Okay. No, no, yeah. I'm I'm here to add. On, I'm I'm here to add on to the fire. I'm not here to add to to add water. To, to you know, I'm I'm here to add on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, I, I don't know if you had uh, a say, but uh, um, I'm a strong advocate. Congo uh, Kinshasa, uh, like someone, Congo Kinshasa, Congo Lubumbashi. In my view, that is a part of uh, Zambia. Um, we the Zambians, I think, have been fed in a I don't know if in the right way or in the wrong way. But our security concerns could concerns could easily be addressed if those two areas were much open. Uh, the police were talking to each other. But it's like when somebody does something wrong in Zambia, all you need to do is cross the border. That's it. And uh, because the two countries don't talk, so we have created this uh, uh, insecurity. But imagine if that area was open. The police were talking. The people were moving. There's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to run to. Hey, that is just my simple mind. What do I know? You can add on there, mm. my brother. Before uh, I go on. No, uh, no, I, I, this, this, one, this one is kind of tough on me because I tend, I, I tend to agree with you, but at the same time with Kelvin. I mean, there has to be some kind of there has to be some kind of security. You just can't you know, let just open the borders. There has to be some kind of security. But at the same time, your point also saying 
that this it it, it would help Zambia the, the relationship between Zambia and Zaire if there was free free movement. I, I'm also an advocate of of free movement because you have free movement, you have more goods, you have more, you know, I mean, you have more things going in in and out uh, out of the country. So I agree with that as well. But I, I, again, you just can't open the borders to everybody because you don't know what's coming into your into your country. So that's that's a little tough tough one on me because I really really have to study it and really know it to know what the dynamics are. But I would love to see a better. Um, a better arrangement between 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 the Congolese and and, and and Zambia. I would love to see that, but at the same time, we also have to secure <laughs> our country to make sure that everything that comes in is what we want. Or may, maybe yeah. maybe we, yeah. we we loosen the business. Maybe we loosen the business uh, the business aspect of it, and maybe not the individual. I, I don't know. But they have yeah, to yeah, yeah. The, the, the business aspect moves with the people. It moves with, with yeah, the people. Yeah, so you cannot yeah, restrict yeah. you cannot restrict one uh without affecting the the other one. The that, other that is one. where the, yeah. the we, we, the, that's a problem we uh, mm-hmm. we we have. Uh, like I the said also Roger Noel Kelvin is and Alan is that I'm just going to go to the bottom of the matter and say it this way. The problem with dealing with issues in our region is lack of statistical data. So both sides of the argument, if we said, can you please provide us with uh, statistics on Mm -hmm. crime and on the business aspect, they will just tell you, you remember what uh, with the MMD Roger when they were in government and we asked for statistics on something? What did Mr. Msokotwane tell us when he was Minister of Finance? Yeah, what did he tell us? He says, You are the just trying to be alarmed. So you want to embarrass us. <laughs> you want to oh, embarrass us? No, well, that's the way he responded on the show. He says, You are trying to be alarmist and embarrass us on the international scene. By, by asking an employment number. <laughs> How are we trying to embarrass you by asking for unemployment statistics? How are we trying to embarrass you? And, that, so and that's it the goes problem back. to make matters worse. Of course. There you go. Um, our, 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 <laughs> you, so the point, the point I'm trying to make is if we were to argue this from whichever point, both arguments are valid, although to be honest with you, I don't agree with a visa situation at the border of a country. Why don't we have a, a, a visa situation with Zimbabwe? Oh, I know what somebody is going to say. Oh, there is no crime issues, blah, blah, blah. How do you know the Congolese are not going to Zimbabwe to come through Zambia? You don't have the yeah. statistics. That's a problem. I can easily go yeah. to Malawi and come into Zambia like Kelvin saying what people are doing. Go to Mexico and walk through the border. So it's it's a here and there thing. I still don't agree with the visa thing between Zambia and Congo. Do you know? Do you know, Nathan, that uh, the Congolese were not allowed in Zimbabwe for the greater part of uh, the 1980s and 1990s? Did you know that? Yes, I do. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, they may not have been allowed. But that was wrong. You know how many they still found themselves no. in South Africa? I know they are not wanted yeah. there too. No. Go ahead, Alan. But but that, that is what is wrong, you know. You can't uh, say they are not restricted, they are not wanted here because of crime. A criminal, they just arrest them, you throw them in jail. That's the way you handle criminals, you know. But to restrict people, because even the innocent, the people who benefit.
population in America, immigrants bring a lot to the table, you know, but you can't focus on the ones, the minority that end up being criminals. You can't focus on that, you know. But yeah, but they the come thing, through the legal my process. Issue is this. So. No, no, but, but you see, but so if the minority come through, the criminals come through the legal process, right? What you are saying is that you and me, there should have never been a legal way possible for us to come to the USA because there are some Africans who are criminals. You know, we can't do that. You know, so if he comes in legally, if he comes in legally, the law will find him if he's a criminal and they'll deal with him that way. But back to the visa issue, that's where my problem is. For instance, going to Congo, I had to go to an embassy, find an embassy in Lusaka to get a visa. And there I wait for hours. That's a whole day I lost looking for a visa. I could have been doing something more productive. You know, but those are important. No, 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 they are very important because you are losing time is money. You know, why can't I know, we I know. get at the border? Why can't I get the visa at the airport when I land there? If they want yeah, to, yeah. if I really need to pay yeah. a visa, why can't I do it there? You can do that in Rwanda. I lose the whole day. And it doesn't matter where you're coming from. In Lusaka. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so if yeah, I need I mean, to Kabwe, I have I get... to go the way to Lusaka, spend the whole day there, spend hotel money, spend gas money, then come and fly another day to 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 Kinshasa. Doesn't make any sense. Not when no. you are neighbor. Yeah, but uh, you look at no. it uh, both ways. No. And uh, I, I agree with you. You can get uh, uh, a visa. It's called uh, a visa on arrival, right? But look at yeah. it both ways. You fly from Zambia. Uh, you're in Kinshasa, and they don't allow you into their country for some reason. That's an inconvenience to you. You wasted your time. You wasted your money, right? So rather go to the embassy, get your visa, and uh, travel to the to the Congo. I don't agree. Uh, the there are 11 countries in Africa today with visa on arrival. 11 countries. Yes. 11 countries with visa on arrival. It's not special in Congo. It cannot just be special Congo and Zambia. Especially Congo and Zambia. In my view, we should be enjoying open borders. There should be security. Here's a better solution. So, uh, Kelvin, let's go back to the um, drawing board, Um, a startup there which can solve this problem. We we cannot, especially our generation and the young ones coming, uh, keep on this uh, myth, the dangerous myth about uh, Congo and and, and Zambia. Let's go to the drawing board. Maybe we need a startup technology Nathan has talked about can solve this problem. Yeah. But, but Roger, here's an even easier solution. At the airport, if you want, put a, a company just there. Then you can use the border. I can't go to Congo, my neighbor. It doesn't make sense. And, I, and that's what you are saying, technology. Uh, yeah. technology. Right there at the airport, they can flag and say, oh, you're going to have problems. Uh, here in Canada, there is uh, the U.S. Uh, consulate or uh, the U.S. border post. Uh, if you are not uh, Canadian or something, you have to clear with them before you go in the plane. Right here in Calgary, we can do that. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, Alan, so, how much would Kelvin, you pay? For- uh, Kelvin, you are asking a question, Nathan. Yes, I'm asking Alan how much the visa cost. Um, how much was it? I have even forgotten now. It was, uh, uh, 
I think it was less than uh, fifty dollars. It was less than fifty U.S. dollars. Uh, I forgot they, what it was in. Maybe Alan has forgotten. He he went to Congo Brazzaville. There are issues we should be taking up with our. Um, um, Ambassadors uh, here and stuff. These are one of them, you know. Uh, yeah. Again, a study is, is needed. How, how much, uh, brother Alan? You were talking about spending a day at um, at the, the airport. People are spending a week at the Kasumbalesa border. Trucks, twenty kilometers long, yeah. waiting to be to yeah. be cleared. There is another startup for Kelvin. We should work on. You know, people should be just coming. Kujakupitafie. Computers started everything. Everything is checked. Ah, come on. Area code two o two. I'm sorry, my brother. Two o two. Last phone number zero one eight three. Uh, good morning. Uh, good morning, Varoja. I'm very happy. Wrongo, wrongo. Moon show. Makosa. Amen. Eh, happy to Washington D.C. Are you in Washington D.C.? Yes, I am in Washington D.C. Uh, we are very okay, fine, and yeah. the weather is beautiful out here. Yes, yes, yes. You are not complaining like uh, others are uh, with the heat. Uh, no, 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 no. We cannot do that. Okay, good, good. So did you have uh, something to say on uh, uh, this issue we've, talking, we've been talking about here? Yes, I actually have three points. Uh-huh. Uh, the first one is the issue of commerce. Yes. Uh, the border between Zambia and Zaire, I just call it Zaire. This new name is just a foreign one, you know. It's Congo. Uh, it, it sounds much better. Yeah, the, 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 the border between Zambia and Zaire uh, generates more commerce than any other border we have in the whole country. You, we can check those facts are there. Bankama uh, hey. uh, mentioned statistics. That's the place to start from. We do more business, and we benefit more financially or on the basis of the border, uh, excluding Zimbabwe, because Zimbabwe, uh, Zimbabwe is represented by South Africa. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. if you talk Zimbabwe, you have to include South Africa. And if you include South Africa, then you will have a counter effect where you have to show that there's actually more money getting out of Zambia going to South Africa. Yeah, but... We benefit more from the border between uh, Zambia and Zaire. The, uh, the thing I wanted to contribute is that the borders around Zambia are very artificial. Uh, you spoke about members in the Congo. Uh, mm. they, they, you know, they, they, those borders are the ones that separated those families. Uh, we can also talk about Easterners and the Bandas in Malawi. That is why we even yeah. had people straight from villages in Malawi in Kaunda's government. Yeah. The borders are very artificial. You can look at the uh, Lozis and the Tongas from Zimbabwe, uh, yeah. Livingstone and other places in the southern part. And you can also talk about the Luvales, the Mbundas and the Lundas in Angola. Uh-huh. Uh, you know? So the border issue is very artificial. When you advocate for open borders, just on the basis of our heritage alone, we can have a conversation. But here is the problem. The, the commerce 
uh, the majority of the commerce comes to Zambia around our neighbors from the Congo. Uh, but there are 80 million people in Zaire. These yes. 80 million people in Zaire, if you keep an open border, it is comparable to the southern, pro- the southern border problem here in America. <laughs> these, people, these people can come in and take over the country and change it the way we know it to vote and all those kind of things. That is why white people, they cannot tell you this in public. But in their sitting rooms, they support what Donald Trump is doing because once you open that border and those people come in, they will become a majority eventually and take over the country. So they are trying to protect the country. And that is what Kaunda and other people did to protect Zambia from the Congolese because they are the majority. There are are 80 million people right now in the Congo. If you open that border with the chaos that is in there, they will just pour into Zambia and take over Zambia and probably bring, bring it with them, the, that, that, that chaos. So we have to keep that, that in, in, in um, Kuzambia Valanda's intelligence. We have to keep that intelligence effective, <laughs> effective to protect Zambia from the Congo because Congo is, 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 a, is a country that has the power and the potential based on demographics and culture that can take over Zambia. That's a that's a good argument, Doctor Casonso. I'm laughing because I'm saying to myself, you know what? We have these fears which we cannot justify, or what's the other word? Uh, it, I mean, even even the southern border here in the U.S. That that's a fair argument because I know uh, it's 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 common knowledge. Most immigrants in the U.S. vote Democrat, demo, Democrat. Okay, it's it's a fear that. Like you have said, Alan and Swarasungu have. But the Congolese taking over Zambia, first of all, Yeah. Anyway, so anyway, we are in a kind of uh, a pickle. Uh, it's kind of a pickle. If we are going to advocate and say let's open up uh, trade uh, so that we can be making one argument uh, to the international markets, let's present ourselves as one. Uh, by the way, we are different people. Uh, Congolese, you are not. Uh, uh, we have to check you out before you, you come here. Uh, that will be tough. That would be, would be tough. But all we are saying is um, present technologies can solve a lot of our problems and make it much easier. If we really sit down and think about uh, te- what te- technology is doing today, we can solve a lot of these our problems. Yes, we, we, we can. can. Just because, yeah. I mean, you... You see what the American, has, the American government has done. They, before, it never used to be that way, where you put that the technology at the ports of entry. The idea is they are trying to... That's how you address that issue we have at the border with the Congo, Zaire, as Dr. Gasonso puts it. <laughs> Invest yeah. in technology. The problem is we are investing in courts and courts in the wrong things. If you want to curb security and avoid the Congolese taking over Zambia, invest in technology. Don't go and buy useless things. Invest in technology. Hmm? 
invest uh, invest in, in technology and uh, and again uh, very very quickly this is why the america and the southern border thing uh problem no matter what they are going to do this problem will not go away uh if you have poverty in the south and they know someone can put food on the table in, in, in the north you think of anything you want under the sun those people will be in america so uh, time is uh, cutting up to rich countries uh, who have taken advantage of the poor, in my view. Uh, find a way of reaching out to these other uh, places. People are not really interested in leaving their homelands uh, for America, if they can have food on the table. As long as there's no food on the table, you bring every vicious dog to the border. It won't work. I'll find a way of feeding my family. That I will do. Uh, Roger, Roger, Roger. Yes, talking I am. about Congo, I can, I can, I can tell that uh, most of us who are talking on this radio, uh, uh, grew up after, uh, I think, 1980s. Uh, in uh, those uh, of us who grew up in the 70s and lived in the Copper Belt, had experience of uh, grown-ups going to Congo on the weekends, and there were uh, parties, you know, except mm-hmm. Mukambo. I know uh, some of my relatives, they used to go there and, uh, you know, and they'll come back at maybe like 10 o'clock. They'll go there and party in Mkambo, you know, because uh, they, they, I think the Congolese had uh, uh, the beer, the Simba and Tembo and because of the music and stuff like that. And uh, the guys, they'll come back. I don't know if it happens today. I don't think it, it does happen uh, like that today. And today we are talking like that because uh, in, in Zambia we are a little bit fortunate that we have uh, a government. But Congo, the reason is we are talking about them like, uh, I mean, I know you, you are advocating for, for us to have an open border, which I do too, to have an open border uh, between Zambia and, uh, and Congo. But the fear of them coming to Zambia and one day come and rule us, that's unfounded. Because the, the only reason is that we are talking about them coming to Zambia, and then we are worried that the thieves and stuff like that. It's lack of government. If the government, they are the government like we have in Zambia, most Zambians will be in Congo right now. It will, it will be different. So, uh, and uh, I know you don't want to go political, but I think when Nachiruba was the president, I think the, the relationship between Congo and uh, and uh, and uh, and uh, Zambia did li- did improve a little bit, and uh, you know um, because you were from there, Yama. Of course, I mean even for myself, it's, it's my people. I can't uh, I can't deny that because uh, Luapula and uh, and and Congo, you know, I lived in Kashobwe and uh, visiting the chiefs in Kashobwe, and uh, visit you know going. We are the same people, and uh, you know. Every every time I look at uh, the 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 map, you know, uh, Zambian map and Congo, that little tiny thing there, it it bothers me. It bothers me, and I don't I don't know why leaders and everyone doesn't uh, doesn't talk anything about that. That's not how you de- you, you divide the uh, uh, why why that little thing like that, and we have to come to accept it, you know. Which so, little uh, thing, Yama? The one that ca- the, the way Zambia. our shape, the shape of Zambia, that kind of oh, thing which comes to. Oh, okay. <laughs> of course, you know where that came from. 
I know, but uh, but uh, it's but the colonialist Yama. That's where the yeah. the, the minerals are. It's the colonialist who created that thing. I know Yama, but but our leaders they don't even talk about it. They don't even. How how are we gonna solve that problem? You know, because we have uh, 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 deprived some people from the wealth that uh, they were given from the you know. The ancestor or what you know, but but uh, just to 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 make the long story short, short uh, Congolese because of the economy today we can tell we can say they you know we have to protect our borders and stuff like that. But when things will change, most of Zambians will go to Congo. Thank you, Varun. Okay, well, yeah, well, thank you. Uh, well put, Yam. Uh, I'll be one of those people who will be advocating for. Some sort of open border and uh, a startup. Kelvin is going to be working on the on the startup technology. We can solve this uh, this pro- problem. Um, Nathan, let's talk about yes. the, um, Dallas, September 13th and uh, and 14. What's happening there? Yes, we know. Oh, we we, yeah, we got, we are, we are, we are, you are all coming to Dallas. Because uh, that we are celebrating 10 years, uh, business conference and celebration combined event, and it's happening in Dallas, Texas. Time is flying high. Uh, the website is up and running good. Everything, whatever challenges were there have been resolved. It's zbtr.org, zbtr.org. You can't miss that. And uh, if you'd like to make any contribution, we are receiving contributions and uh, would like that support. We need to make this work. We are expecting um, to be a, a, some sort of family reunion. All of us that talk here every day. Uh, Noel, I'm sure, will be excited to meet Dr. Patrick and uh, all the other people here and everybody. We're looking forward to that. Everybody saw zbtr.org. That's where the information is. Please, time is flying. You know, it's summer, and the air tickets can be up there. But if you do it in advance, it will be cheaper. So that's Dallas in September. Yeah, you go again to uh, zbtr.org. We have uh, 75 days, 22 hours, 40 minutes, and now it is uh, Mm -hmm. 12 seconds uh, to to, to go. (laughs) The countdown is there. You can do uh, a donation. Uh, would like uh, to raise uh, some money to pay for the uh, hotel uh, where the convention is going uh, uh, to be. Uh, so people made their pledges. You go to yeah. uh, org. Uh, you can uh, make that donation uh, via pay- PayPal. Or uh, Nathan gave me some uh, is it catch up? Cash up. Cash up. Cash up. Cash up. Cash up number. Cash <laughs> up. Uh, cash up uh, <laughs> number. So you can send. And what we are going to do on, on the website, uh, everyone who donates, I, I think we are going to do uh, a list, uh, a, a running list uh, to show ev- everyone who is, uh, who is, giving, ma- who is giving money. Uh, that way we are, one, motivated, two, uh, things are, are, tra- are transparent. Uh, we need to do this, uh, this event, 10 years. Uh, we need to go and uh, summarize. I'm fired up. I hope, I hope you are. 
uh, I'm thinking we are going to open a new chapter uh, coming from um, uh, from Texas. And we're now going to look into a new chapter next year, 10 years. Uh, we pride ourselves uh, on Zambia Block Talk Radio as one of the few organizations uh, in the African diaspora uh, which has uh, uh, stood the test of time. Ten years is no uh, cheap change. It is uh, quite an accomplishment. So we think we can um, take this ball with us uh, to the next level. Next five years, next ten years. Or are we uh, in retirement? I say no. That's not going to happen. No. There's just so much foundation which has been built. Just so much. Just so much. So go to www.z. Z, is it Z or Z? ZBT, no, it's Z. We say Z in Zambia. ZBTR.org. Uh, ZBTR.org. Uh, so, you know, in, in Kaonde, we don't have, is it, we don't have L. Everything is R. Even something which supports yeah. sound L. <laughs> it is R. <laughs> Maro, Aro Koko. So ZBTR.org, go to ZBTR.org. You're going to find a donation pattern there. Uh, you can uh, make uh, a wonderful donation. Or you can buy your tickets uh, to, the, to the event. Um, right now, the tickets are, I'm going to tell you in one second, technology allowing me. So up to July 31st, it is $55 if you buy, if you bought today, before the 1st of December. It will be cheap. Do it now. And they are running fast like uh, hot cakes. Or you pay 60 bucks uh, late uh, registration. Uh, so, again, go to our website, those who are listening. Uh, it will be nice to come and see you uh, in person. Uh, we see who, who is who. Uh, short, tall, thin. Uh, ten years ago, I had a little tummy, but now things have just gotten out of hand. Uh, I'm <laughs> always talking to my wife why my, my, my tummy has gone up like that. Anyway, go to zbtr.org, um, buy your tickets. Let's meet. <laughs> let's meet. Let's meet in Dallas. It will be a wonderful time. Oh, oh. Can, I, can I just for a second... Talk about yes. Dallas. Yes. You know, I, me, I'm not. Go, I'm not going to lie. You know me. I'm a straight shooter. Me, I'm yes. coming to Dallas to meet you guys. This convention, this shiny, shiny, shiny. That's just a side <laughs> for me. me. The main reason is I want to meet the guys I spend my Saturday mornings with. Careful. All these other stuff I'll attend yet. But my main reason is to see Nathan's face. Is to see Roger's face. And to see Kelvin's face and everybody else. If it's your face, it's okay. It's okay. Roger. <laughs> Roger. Roger. I'm, I'm pay, 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 attention, pay attention to what Noah is saying because you know what? You have to make those beers very cold. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Definitely. You know, I, my, 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 my first grandson is having his birthday in September. Okay. So, Nomba, the mother was saying, Ah, so when are you going to Dallas? Well, I said it doesn't matter. If anything is changing, <laughs> it is best. This year, his birthday is changing from whatever date to whatever. That yeah, I'm going to be 
we are changing my grandson's birthday to somewhere else or some other day, but not the 13th and the 14th. <laughs> so I, like oh, I, 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 I like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, now we are, I think we are going uh, uh, full swing uh, this week for the first time in a record uh, month. I'm on vacation for about seven days, so I intend to make some uh, really serious phone calls uh, the way you are bringing it out, uh, uh, Brother Noel. I like that. Um, some serious, we need to make serious uh, phone calls. Uh, if each one of us can bring in five, six people, uh, this thing will be sold out in no time. In no time. Uh, some people may not be able to come, but I know I've got... Uh, uh, trusted people who I link with, they'll buy a ticket. At least they'll buy a ticket. And uh, it will be nice, again, Brother Noel, to meet uh, a lot of uh, people we, we, we've spent 10 years talking to, but we've never seen them. I said, that's not what's up. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very quickly, uh, in, the, in the news, uh, in, in the news, Ethiopia, for those who follow news, uh, I like to follow news on Twitter. Ethiopia had, uh, I don't know if to call it a mini a coup, a coup attempt uh, over there. Uh, it's saddening. All of us have been very happy with uh, the young prime minister in that country. So to hear that uh, other people want to take over. But uh, Ethiopia is a very, very complicated case, if you uh, read. It's the only country in Africa with a constitution which allows people to... Uh, regions, if they want to go away, they can go away. Uh, they've got uh, very, very intense ethnic uh, divisions there. Uh, and this is where we lead our Lungu and our Zambia. Look at other countries who have uh, problems of uh, these uh, ethnicity problems you want to bring back to Zambia. You know, look what is happening there. Don't, don't, don't mess with this one Zambia, one nation, you guys. Uh, China, China is deploying, I posted this uh, on my website, on my Facebook, is deploying 60,000 soldiers uh, to plant 6 million trees. Um, so others uh, are doing uh, something about this. And I saw a report, Philippines, you cannot graduate from high school unless you show evidence you've planted, I don't know if it's about 10 trees, you have to, high school, you have to plant some trees. Uh, before you are allowed to uh, graduate. Uh, so I hope uh, our people back home, uh, all these ideas uh, they can hear from uh, from what we present. Uh, okay. I have about 30 minutes. Uh, we just want to talk about uh, this uh, idea I found about the Jewish and the Chinese uh, Chinese diaspora. Uh, why are these people uh, unique? So I was giving out uh, the statistics. Uh, China, with uh, its diaspora, there are 46 million these people come in the diaspora. 46 million. Anyway, there are 1.2 billion. Wow. What do you expect? Yeah. 46 mm. million uh, has helped uh, China to become the largest uh, manufacturer uh, in, in, in the world. So uh, this whole Chinese thing is not entirely uh, the Chinese genius. Uh, but the diaspora, what they have seen, especially the American ones, uh, have uh, something to, to do with the Chinese success we see, we see today. India, 16 million of uh, Indians. Uh, last year, they sent, uh, in 2018, they sent 
$84 billion. So they are on top, $84 billion. Who does that? Anyway, the Indians uh, did, and uh, we all know the story of uh, Silicon Valley in, uh, I don't know if it's Bangu or Bango, somewhere there in India. Uh, credit goes to the Indian diaspora uh, from um, San Francisco uh, who have built uh, their own Silicon Valley uh, in uh, India. The Jews are the only country, uh, no, not necessarily the only country, um, Israel and Lebanon uh, is one of the few countries on earth who has more people outside their country. So the Jews, 14 million of them, uh, they've helped uh, Israel become the startup nation. So I was looking and asking myself a question, why are these people, at, uh, why do they seem uh, to be uh, the Chinese and the Jews? Why do they seem to be uh, successful? Why are they successful, their diaspora? What can we borrow from them, um, from, the, from the Jews, from the Chinese? to allow us to have the kind of influence they have in their homeland. This is one thing I'm really working on. Um, uh, the Zambian diaspora, uh, especially the African diaspora, the African-American diaspora, how can we come together and have the influence the Jews have uh, in our continent? Uh, how can we do that? I saw some similarities uh, this man was talking about. Uh, it was late, I was tired, I couldn't do the, the, the text. But he talks about uh, the Jews and the Chinese uh, to be uh, very uh, hardworking. Um, let's now borrow uh, fr from there and see uh, what we, the Zambian uh, diaspora, may yeah. miss, or the African diaspora may, may miss. Go ahead. Uh, let's talk right. about self-reliance. Uh, uh, go ahead, uh, Kelvin. Yeah, so we're already uh, galvanizing ourselves uh, through, you know, various uh, associations in, uh, you know, uh, the many states. The problem is we are too social-oriented. And when I say that, I mean uh, there are no plans to, to commercialize uh, the activities uh, you know that we do as associations uh, what the uh, you know the the Jews have done what the Chinese have done is to be commercial right uh, learn mm. the way things are done learn the way things are done in America go back implement those things uh, it also speaks to the values uh, that they have that they hold that's key uh, the values Right. Uh, something I looked up uh, was, uh, you know, the, the success of the Jewish diaspora in the U.S. Um, so you have to know that uh, um, Israel has this deliberate policy of supporting anybody that brings value back to the state. You see that uh, uh, they have uh, massive investments in, in education, in uh, financial services and things like that, right? But in order to um, uh, promote this policy further and make sure that there are people out uh, in the diaspora do not lose focus on, on uh, you know, the, the state's values, they promote, uh, you know, their faith, Judaism. They make sure that they hold their people together through this faith. 
right? So when they hold their people together through the faith, then they provide these resources, like education, for instance. And when these people are exposed, uh, they, you know, they learn new systems, they go back and the state is active in providing financial resources for, for startups, for instance. Just in 2010, Israel was a startup nation. You see that? They transformed, uh, transformed themselves and said, look, uh, this is what we need to do. And they stuck with it. So in terms of what we can do as uh, Zambians in this case, for instance, is to stick together. At the beginning of the show, I gave you guys an idea of what we can do with Moringa, with aloe vera, right? Put our heads together. That's how these countries do it. You see that? We have to have this passion to act, right? We have to do it. Uh, the, one, the other success factor is that uh, they don't just uh, banish critics. No, what they do is they recognize the fact that those that are angry at Israel love it the most and are passionate about their state. I like so that. They promote, <laughs> I like that. So they, pro- they promote you too. You see that? The anger that is uh, you know, exhibited on ZBT uh, on Saturdays must transform to action plans. That's the way to do it, and that's how to do it, guys. Thank you. Well, I, I, I like that, Kelvin. The, the, those who are the most uh, uh, angry at Israel, they love it the most. Um, for us here, but you say, well, those who are very angry with Zambia, we are the ones who seem to be saying, I don't want anything to do with Zambia. But you say, well, you see how yes, uh, kind of messed up things are, <laughs> you know? Those who are most angry with Zambia should be, we should be the ones who, who even love our country even more, uh, meaning we want to do more for our country. Very true, uh, 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 Roger. And uh, the people you just uh, uh, give us example for the, the Chinese and uh, uh, the Jewish people, <laughs> it's... Uh, how can I put it? It's, and then you compare with uh, Africans, the way they they, uh, they bring up their families and the way they uh, uh, just carry themselves and the way the law is, is the, the marriages and the, the family and the education. And then you compare to Africa. Africa, it's right now, it's coming up like this yourselves, you know, you make sure that your children have education and you make sure your children, they decide what to do and stuff like that. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, uh, things that uh, we have to learn from uh, these people. But at the same time, you know, the new Africa is, 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 is uh, it's different compared to the old Africa. And uh, we, we don't have uh, uh, no more of uh, this thing of uh, colonialists and stuff like that. It's up to us now. You know, there's nobody coming to tell us what to do. And, uh, they, you know, so it's a complicated, uh, uh, Roger. I don't have an answer for you, but uh, it's a good thing to look at it, to compare ourselves. Why we are not like uh, the Jews, the Jewish and the Chinese and the Indian, you know. Uh, uh, I, I don't have the answer, but it's Go ahead. Yeah, brother Lowell, go, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Continuing to, to, to what Kelvin is saying, the togetherness, mm-hmm. the togetherness yes. is very important. Yes. 
I mean, like, uh, as most of you know, I work for the post office. I deliver mail. So I see, even in neighborhoods, you would find that in, in, in these 14 houses here, there are four, five, six houses what the Chinese people own in one neighborhood. You go to another ch- uh, neighborhood, you find that it's a Jewish neighborhood. You go to another neighborhood, you would find that there's six houses owned by people from Pakistan or something like that. So, and that togetherness helps them develop more because they are sharing the ideas starting from their families, from their children. Their children live in the same neighborhood as people from, from the same country. So they start to share ideas, not from the parents, mm. but from the children. So when their children mm. grow up, they grow up in the same neighborhood. When somebody from that neighborhood who is not from that country moves, boom, that house is bought by people from. This is happening today as I'm speaking. So the togetherness helps them to have the same ideas, the same ideology. So what Kelvin, just going further from what Kelvin is saying, the togetherness helps because they know that they know the struggle. It's the same struggle that they have. It's the same support system that they have, and it's the same goal that they want. So if we, as African diaspora, have the same mentality of togetherness, I think that's a beginning to try to start yeah. to achieve something. Because if I live in the same neighborhood as Kelvin and you and you and you and we, our kids saw how we were growing up, how they were raised, and, and, and our togetherness, I think they would grow with that mentality in their head and start doing things that we were doing to make us stronger. But now, me, I'm here, this person is there, that person is there. So when our kids are growing, they don't have the same support system. Like they say, it takes a village to raise a child in Africa. That's what we need. We need more togetherness. We don't have that. The Jewish people have that. The Chinese people have that. We don't. And that's what we need. Yeah. That's where the beginning should be. I, I, I like yeah, that. If I can jump uh, in the, the, the question of uh, uh, togetherness, uh, and this man uh, puts uh, it uh, under survivors. We are all, they are all uh, survivors of some persecution, one persecution or, or the other, the Chinese. Uh, it was the sad to learn that back in the day, the Ch- there was an act of parliament, actually, in the United States, Exclusion Act which excluded the Jews, uh, the, the Chinese, from being, being hired. Uh, it was just repealed in the, in the 40s. I don't know if it was in the 50s uh, when it was uh, uh, repealed. Um, our, our common ground, we, the, the Africans, uh, we, we do agree we have issues of corruption uh, in, in Africa, issues uh, of poverty. Uh, this is all common. Uh, we have an Africa which is rising right now. It's, it is going up. Why these things cannot bring us together? It is just anybody's um, uh, anybody's guess. But these are the, excuse me. These are the things which should be uh, actually be bringing us. Um, I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that uh, some people on this panel have had the opportunity to read uh, Chinua Chebe's uh, "Things Fall Apart." Uh, it uh, depicts, uh, you know, a Nigerian village where the white man comes and uh, changes up everything. 
I'm sure everybody knows the story of uh, Rwanda, how the Tusis and uh, and Hutus were separated based on physical features. You see that? I think uh, uh, the tragedy today is that uh, uh, Africans were not, you know, bound together because of that. Uh, they created a system of individualism. It's either me or nobody else. But we need to defeat that uh, that system I, and uh, look like ourselves that. in the look ourselves in the eyes and say, we are one, we can do this together. It's only us who can do it, nobody else. Uh, uh, let me just give a, uh, you know, a quick uh, example here. Uh, one of the jobs I had, I met a 21-year-old African-American, and she's saying there's no value in school, there's no money in school. Uh, we were treated bad, you know, uh, you know, so long ago. I said, okay, if you keep living 400, 200 years ago when, you know, you were treated bad, your, your ancestors were treated bad, you never achieve anything. Let go of the past. There's a reason it's a past. It's a lesson learned, but guess what? The one lesson you need to learn is that you have to empower yourself. So this nonsense yes. of talking about I can't go to school because there's no money, because there's no value, is crap because uh, we were oppressed. It's crap. You have to stand up now, and that should be the more reason why you have to be motivated and yes. inspired to do even mm-hmm. better. So the, 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 the Africans must look themselves in the eyes and say, we must do this. Yes, yes. I mean, I mean that, that point, yeah, I thought about it, Kelvin, uh, the African-American and, the, uh, and uh, the, the history. Uh, and what we go through, the history of prejudice as a black people, where I am here in, in Canada, it, it is there. I see it at my workplace. Three quarters of the people who are coming to work in my company as uh, temporary workers are black. And I keep asking myself, hey, where, where, are the white, where are the white folks? White folks have, have jobs. So that prejudice should drive us as the African diaspora. To band together, like uh, uh, Brother Noah is saying, to band together and achieve even more. Titus, the Jews and uh, the Chinese are saying they are self-reliant. Uh, the Jews and uh, the, 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 they are self-reliant, um, meaning they are not like us who are always finding these two small, simple jobs, uh, let me work for that one, do that. No. Uh, those who are coming to Africa, it's the same. They, they develop something, and uh, uh, they, they, they are self, self-reliant. self uh, Comment on that, uh, at Titus, in terms of uh, we, the, the Africans, finding our position uh, to be uh, self, self-reliant, self-help, we help each other instead of me seated here uh, complaining my my black people are not being hired. Why can't I do something to hire my own in better position? Go ahead, Titus. But stay on the subject. <laughs> Go ahead. Forward. Oh, you are not there. Okay. Um... Bella, you're indicating you have a comment here. Yeah, I wanted to make a comment. Uh, So, you know, when we're talking about the diaspora population, I think we're jumping the gun 
I mean, like the way Indians, Chinese, and the Jews come to this country is very different from the way Africans come. Because, like, you know, the immigration process for India is very restrictive. Like, you really need to have a high income, a high education status to come to this country. So that in itself, I think, leads to the success that we see in that population. But for Africans, I think the U.S. and Canada probably are more liberal in who comes. But we have a more diverse uh, population. So within those pockets, I think there are people who are doing well definitely contribute back home than the other people might. So I think we might be jumping the gun in giving credit to these three populations than our own. Um, I, I, I don't know, Bela. Uh, if, if you look at the, especially the Chinese, they come with nothing. They come with, like, zero, the, the, the Chinese. No, I don't think we can uh, say they come with nothing. I think that's the perception that's provided. Just look at Canada itself. They have how many Chinese are coming into the country? These guys are coming for this what five hundred thousand days. Say they're coming with nothing, but now the U.S. is more strict with them coming in this country. Just look at the HB1 visas for the tech industry. The same thing for India. These guys mostly come in through the HB1 visas. They don't qualify for the diversity lottery. So they're Is there as well anything we can borrow from the way these people manage their, uh, themselves uh, better, uh, from the way they've managed their, th- themselves? Uh, they've been so successful uh, that they've been able to change. Uh, is it manufacturing in China or being a startup in India, uh, 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 in Israel, uh, the tech uh, movement? In, is there anything? Is there anything we can see and borrow from them which we can uh, transfer back to Africa uh, for the African diaspora? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So social decision that they've made, like they'll focus on the math and mathematics and engineering. So automatically that makes their places attractive uh, for manufacturing. But in Zambia, we don't have that uh, focus on just mathematics and engineering in education. So if we make that switch, I'm sure that's what happened down the line. It's like the world one that's doing it. They want to become the IT capital of Africa. They're investing mm-hmm. a lot in the mathematics and sciences for their population. And now we have, is it BMW that has gone to set up shop? Or is it no, Volkswagen that have gone to set up a manufacturing plant in Rwanda? It's because they have the, the human capital to make those cars now. So unless we're also going to make that same switch, yeah, that's the only way I can think it can happen. Like the like joke is like, would you? So, so I don't know the last speaker what he just said about uh, mathematics and science. You know that's that, that, that's something where we should copy from uh, the two, the three uh, uh, rest of people we just uh, you, you just brought up. Uh, you know, growing up in Africa, I don't know how it was in your region, but uh, you know about witchcraft and uh, witchcraft has done a lot of damage in uh, in uh, in some societies in uh, in, uh, in Africa. Then if you deal with science, you know, reading about the Manhattan Project and then looking at this, uh, uh, the scientists who worked on there, you know, it, 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 the people, they took time to study the smallest, smallest uh, uh, particle or the smallest, you know, I mean, that just blows my mind. 
I think for them to create a microscope, for them to create a, a, a telescope, and from there, you know, there's a lot of things that have come from, from that. But for us, we relied on uh, worship our ancestors and ancestors. If we obey their elders, that's the only way we can be successful. If we uh, don't cross the road where the road meets and make sure you go around, you don't jump on that, you know, that that did uh, do a lot of damage in 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 um, in Africa, uh, witchcraft, you know. So if we learn, if we need to learn that, especially Jews with science, you know, they have contributed a lot to uh, <laughs> witchcraft. Uh, one point has been taken. Our our, our friends, uh, they 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 stick together. Uh, I, I don't know if it is because of wealth, but again, uh, the, the things, the, 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 the circumstances, the experiences they go through uh, maybe allow them, wherever they go. Uh, I, I was wondering the other day why. Every region where you go, there's a Chinese, Chinese town. They find a way of banding together, Chinese town. There's a Jewish, Jewish but, but, place. But, but, Roger, what, what brings them together? Part of it, according to part of it, according to the it, it is their common uh, their common experiences. Uh, pre- of uh, number one, pre- prejudice is uh, is one of one of them. Uh, so we the, the Africans uh, should have some common um, um, experiences which we can. Uh, Together again, uh, uh, they are self-reliant. The the Chinese, uh, they, they find a, a way of uh, working together. In the uh, this, someone was saying they are hardworking. Uh, I'm sure it is an argument we Africans can make when we, when we come here that we are hardworking. Uh, the value for education, I don't think no one beats the Africans uh, in that uh, area. Uh, we, we we value our education. Uh, but when we come to accumulation of wealth, that is where I think we have uh, another uh, roadblock there when it comes to the accumulation of wealth. One of the, the statistics, one of the, the things they, they talked about is how the Jews and the Chinese are cheap. They don't like to spend. Uh, Give Zambian a good money or he has a, a good bring bring. <laughs> it is it is just in uh, it is just uh, in us. They are generous to their own, uh, very very uh, generous people. When it comes uh, to to their own, they step out of the way. Um, yeah. So, Roger. Uh, yes. Yes. You know. You know. I'm I'm listening to to this whole conversation, and yes. I'm seeing that. The Jewish people and the Chinese people and whatever, whatever, they are all leave, uh, getting away from their home country to come to to the Western world or whatever to make it. But you yes. see, what I'm thinking about is we as Africans, as Zambians, we have what people want. So maybe us, the ones who are here, we need to utilize what we have back home to make it. We don't have to leave there to come here to make it. And if we do, we have the vast lands that we have. 
We have the vast water resources that we have. Why can't we in diaspora use those resources to make it instead of using the resources that we that are here in America? I mean, just for an example, how easy would it be for 10 people on the Blog Talk Radio to buy a, 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 a hundred acres of, of, of land in Zambia? And do with, with that land what nobody else here can. So we need to start thinking about reversing instead of us thinking we are coming here to make it. Why don't we use our own homeland to make it? Because everything is there. There's nothing that's not there. Now, if me and, Titus today, me and Titus today said, okay, listen, can we find two acres of land somewhere? I know it's there. So now, what Plenty do we it. need to do? What, what, do we, what do we need to do? What, is, what does America want that we know Zambia has that can help us, enhance us and our country? It's simple. So we need to reverse. We need to start thinking about what can we do from home? What do we have back home that would help this situation? What is not here? Because for you to make it, you have to think of something that's not there. You have to create something that's not there that's going to catch. What's, what's not here in America that we have in Zambia that we can bring over here and, and, and do this? That's just my thinking. I agree. I, I, I agree with you. And uh, th- this is why, again, you go to uh, our, our website, uh, www.zbtr.com, under forums there. Uh, there, there is an array of uh, 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 forums or ideas uh, where someone uh, could find something to fit in. Uh, whether it is uh, in agriculture, we, we, we are talking about here. Uh, we've talked about it on Zambia Block Talk Radio. Uh, when we look home, uh, our people are still using a hard hole, a rucus, to cultivate the land. And we are exposed uh, here in the, in, the, in the diaspora. How is it that in the 21st century uh, people can be using these primitive ways of doing, do, doing things? Land is plentiful. My brother has talked about plenty, plenty, plenty in Zambia. Kletas uh, is not here. Uh, I'll put him down. Uh, but uh, we should be uh, reporting uh, under the, uh, the GOATS uh, cooperative. Co- cooperative we have formed in Zambia, by the way. Uh, Brother Noel, you, you'll be happy to learn that uh, we have uh, secured 10 hectares of land in uh, very near Lusaka there. These places in Lusaka, I don't know them. Uh, 10 hectares. So we'll be putting some uh, some goats there. We'll be inviting a lot of you people. Uh, come in, come, come. Put in $50, 100 uh, Kelvin has just talked about uh, the Moringa issue here. You know, plenty of land. We have a lot of people selling land near Lusaka. If you don't like going away from Lusaka, near from Lusaka. So we need to list all these things uh, where people can throw in a game. But again, in my view, uh, Brother Noel, Brother Kelvin, our numbers should do the talking. Ten, yes, we can do mm. it, but not very, very, very far. Not very far. Let's find model where which can attract as many people as possible. That is where we are strong. 
If you look at the, the Jews, yeah, those numbers we are looking at, we are looking at 46 million uh, Chinese in diaspora. Those are some serious numbers. We may not reach there. That's, that's two, two, two times the size of Zambia uh, in, in the diaspora. We may not reach, we may not reach there. But the few of us, a thousand of us, two thousand of us, we can go far. It is tough, Kelvin, to bring together a thousand people. I know it's tough, but that and that is why that is why where our potential is and where our money is. It is in those numbers. Togetherness. It yes, is in those yes. numbers. Yes, there are challenges in galvanizing uh, 1,000 people. Remember, this is not just about uh, business. It's a vision, right? Uh, yes. You won't yes. have uh, 1,000 people sharing that vision. That's why I said uh, 10 people come together, develop this vision, right? Guess what? Think of uh, the numbers later on. Uh, what I mean is you can sort uh, maybe a two, like 200 uh, acres of land, right? Uh, you start working 100 acres of it. I agree with that, some 100%. People, some, pe some people want to jump on the bandwagon, which is okay. Why? Because they want to see a model succeeding, and then they jump on board. So we can't start waiting to governize 1,000 people uh, when we, 10 of us can do it. You look at uh, you know, investment uh, you know, numbers. Two, three thousand dollars. Can we honestly? Can people fail to raise five thousand dollars? We can't. You see that? We can't fail. So let's not wait for the numbers. Let's look at who is in. Do you share this vision? To me, that's what's important. I, Thanks, Kelvin. Okay, my time has gone. Uh, definitely, I, I, I am in, in agreement one hundred percent. No one would think something would just go up there with one thousand people. No chance. Even the, the cooperative I'm talking about, uh, the goat export uh, co uh, cooperative we are starting in Zambia, uh, we, we are starting with uh, um, uh, how many people? Ten? But our vision is up there to join us. You, you are right, 100%. Nathan is coming up. Uh, Hebrew, Hebrew Credit, credit Union. Uh, very interesting there. <laughs> 